Welcome to Revolution Solution, providing you with solutions for your revolution to be a free person in an unfree world. Join us in our pursuit of sovereignty through permaculture, technology, and community. Welcome back to Revolution Solution. This is Jared the Permi Guy. Once again this week, I joined Josh and Brian on Lightning for Liberty. This week we're talking about some disagreements and misunderstandings that I felt that I had after listening to a recent episode of the Survival Podcast, episode 3211. Um, Jack talks about self-custody in this episode, and there are some things that I feel like at least for the intermediate or advanced Bitcoin user or just person familiar with Bitcoin, things were, if not incorrect, at least a bit off base for that experience level. Um, as, as somebody who's no longer a novice or beginner, um, I just feel like I don't necessarily understand that position as well, perhaps. Um, so maybe these are, it was fine information at that level, but I, I feel like, uh, I guess I just ex expect a bit better. Um, so I'm, you know, brought, brought a few points that I wanted to talk about in this episode. And I think we're going to get together at least one more time to discuss some things. Um, there are just some different things that I continue to hear people repeat because certain people who are well known uh, that talk about Bitcoin kind of have their particular hobby horses that they stick to and I, I just want to kind of keep keep pushing the message that taking big steps of improvement in Bitcoin take very very little to go from uh, a custodial trusted third-party relationship to something that's self-sovereign is a very minor step in difficulty while also being an improvement in typically an improvement in the graphical user interface the possibilities that it opens you up to while still being able to do the basics very easily and you know an, an increase in your sovereignty um, you'll hear throughout the episode and I finally kind of conclude with it that Bitcoin necessitates responsibility go up Obviously, I didn't come up with that, but it seems that there, there's still a lot of hand-holding and allowing people to be very weak and afraid of responsibility with a bearer asset like Bitcoin that necessitates responsibility. That, that is the selling point. You are solely responsible for what happens with your Bitcoin, you know? That's the way freedom works. Freedom necessitates responsibility. If you don't want to take the responsibility, you don't get the freedom. They, don't, they, they come tied to each other. So, kind of a longer intro. Um, let me know what you think. We also have a Telegram 
group now. You can find the link in the description. Join in. Uh, I've got it shared for the podcast and for LSD right now. I may end up breaking it up in the future, but for now, you know, there's only maybe a dozen of us, so it seems fine to just keep them lumped together. Uh, just to add one final bit, I wanted to make sure it was perfectly clear that I come with all of these disagreements and points I want to bring up out of a place of love. I've got a lot of respect for Jack Spierko, and I really appreciate that he's come around to a Bitcoin-only focus. Um, he had, fo- you know, talked about some different shit coins in the past and you know different possible uses for things and uh, i'm sure everybody remembers pirate coin pirate chain whatever the fuck um i really appreciate these come around to bitcoin only and he's trying to preach that message of self-custody and just he's he's stepping in the right direction but i would i that it, it, i mean it comes up in the episode um that you're about to hear that you know, there's there's different levels that are gonna appeal to different people, and I understand that. But it would be nice to to hear some progression at some point, rather than kind of sticking to the same thing and coming at it from a slightly different angle, but the same basic message all the time. It, I, I just feel like it would be beneficial to hear some progression at some point. Um, so take with that what you will. You may disagree with me, you may disagree with Jack, and that's all fine. We're all trying to get better and live freer lives. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. Peace. Hey, well, we missed the video. Damn. My bad. I should have had that keyed up. We uh, kind of came in late on time, but welcome to Lightning for Liberty, uh, <laughs> episode 12. We got Jared back here again. We were all just chatting. Right before the show. Uh, got carried away and uh, lost track of time. It got everybody on the on and fix their microphone and video issues and all that fun stuff so uh but yeah welcome back everybody uh and i know jared's got more things on the list uh i think he may have checked it twice and hopefully you uh you were naughty and nice anyways uh (laughs) brian you got anything to kind of throw in there um i don't know Okay. I, I froze. I froze. I was I was reading all the oh. shit on the side of the screen here, and then I froze. So. He has no idea what's going on. Hey, well, Tate, <laughs> remind us all about the whole contest we're doing with the the Kung Fold and T-shirts. We need people. We need people to enter. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I'm on a I'm on a better computer this time, so I can actually pull up the design. Oh, sweet, awesome. Well, you can pull those up, and then if Brian's over there, what do you think? What do you think about this contest? Oh, okay. Contest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. My, my internet went to shit. Like, all, wow. it is, immediately as we went live, it like went to shit. So I don't know. Oh, like, it's five o'clock. Hours. So it's like peak hours. But yeah, I, uh, I think the contest is cool. I don't see anybody entering. So you got a pretty good shot of winning if you uh, just, right. all you have to do is share your full sign up link. And you got a sign up link. Or if you want to throw up uh, that, you know, you got a big stack off of, a, you know, a holiday purchase take a screenshot yeah i've thrown a couple up there but it's kind of not fucking fair if one of us wins well right i mean it's kind (laughs) of like just incestual right right it's like let's not that it's not the fucking lighting for circle jerk here so (laughs) back to our earthy thanks for making it a a triangle jared instead of a a straight line (laughs) it's better because we don't have to look each other in the eyes all right that's right that's right we all get a bit of an angle at each other (laughs) Uh, well, with that, I mean, shoot, Jared. What I've, do got you to think? Op- 
I've got it. Oh, he's, he's pulling that up. All right, we're gonna look at these uh, these photos. But uh, I know uh, last week Kayvon was like, "I wish you guys had let him talk about Bitcoin security more." I'm like, "Well, we didn't try to stop him. We just only have so much time." So I'll try to run my mouth less this week. <laughs> Josh does told- talk a lot. Like, <laughs> just tell yeah, him I to do. shut up if you need to. Yeah, just when, just fucking throw something at me. When Brian finally halfway through today asked me if I would come on again. Uh, I said I have to. I have to see whether or not I, whether or not I can steamroll you. Halfway through the day was like what nine away. o'clock. Zoom in a little bit. Nice, nice. I like just it. Zoom in a little bit. Sweet motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna. We're Are just you gonna talking to the people up. listening or what? No, I'm talking to the fucking program. Just zoom in a little bit, you mother. There we go. Okay. For those of us on the audio side, if you are re-listening to this on Found, get squirrely. We're uh, we're looking at some some pictures that will be the uh, Kung Fold Master uh, shirts, and uh, I guess you'll have to watch the YouTube video to really get a preview of it. But they're pretty cool. You got your little, you know, Kung Fu stance silhouette with the fold symbol on it. So you can brag about how good you are at stacking sats. That's right. That is this right. is. This is riveting radio. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. So there's absolutely. three different options. They all say Kung Fold Master <laughs> on, a, on a black silhouette with the gold fold logo in the middle. Um, there's obviously, I don't have the US dollar. Happening. I don't have rights to that three little lines, uh, but fuck intellectual property. Um, <laughs> so the first one is is someone doing a nice tree pose, kind of kind of more peaceful looking, and then the other two are. Bald men in geese punching the dollar sign and shattering it. One is just that, and the other one also has a pow symbol, kind of around the around the fist. So there's options. Fisting the fiat. That's right. <laughs> fist fiat to death. That's that's the message. Yeah, fist fisting the, the fiat. Fist the system, man. Whoa, I didn't mean to remove Brian. There we go. Hey, What's going on. What's up? <laughs> Oh, well, hey, but so, so Jared, you had that whole list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where did you leave off and what, have you found anything new that you want to add or? No, nothing new. Um, I have not listened to many podcasts since the last time we were here. Um, but I do still have a number of things I want to talk about from uh, Jack's recent episode. It was sometime last week. Uh, December 6th, so just over a week ago. Uh, the how, what, and why of Bitcoin self-custody, TSPC episode 3211, Bitcoin breakout episode 28. Um, so I pulled up the show notes for it because I noticed that I actually have <clears throat> concerns even in the framing of the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to read through part of this. Uh, the entire point of Bitcoin is that you can self-custody your Bitcoin. Of course, that is the only way that it's actually Bitcoin. In fact, while many seem to think be your own bank means run your node, it is really all about self-custody. I'm going to disagree with that completely. Tell us why. So he goes on further in the show notes to explain that the purpose of a bank is two things. One, to safely hold money, which would be self-custody. So we, we, we agree on that point. And two is to utilize the bank as a payment system. Or if I would put it more simply, it's just to be able to send and receive with that money that you're holding. Hmm. So without running your own node, you're relying on somebody else's node 
and have no certainty of transactions coming in or out. There's not been issues um, that I can think of with third-party nodes blocking transactions at this point, but we've seen, like with the Tornado Cash debacle over the summer, that if large entities that run, you know, probably a, a number of the typical public nodes that people are connecting to mm. get a sanctions list and say, if you see these addresses, block them or you're going to jail, those addresses are not going to transact through those nodes. <clears throat> so the, I'm getting myself out of breath here because I don't breathe well enough when I start talking. The note that I had made is that running your own node is the only way to personally ensure you can send and receive added privacy as a side effect. So you can, as I've done, set up a node, a Bitcoin node running over Tor so that you also don't have your IP address mm -hmm. connected to the funds that you have, because that would be an insecure, it'd be an insecure setup, right? If you, if you know you've got three Bitcoin connected to this node, so you ensure that you, like in a wallet connected to the node, to ensure that you can access it whenever you need to. Now, anybody sniffing, if they've been paying attention to the deposits going into that address, they mm. know that this IP address at this location has three Bitcoin. And a sophisticated yeah. attacker can can figure out the, the location with like scary accuracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that being a way to trace some things if if you really don't want to know anybody to know who has that Bitcoin and where it's at. Well Right. And it so people will often uh mention this it's unlikely that everybody will run a node and I I agree right. with that and if you say it that way, then that kind of gives people an out to not make the attempt. It is not at all difficult to run a node. But if you refuse to do so, the, a, a huge step over just using a public node, excuse me, would be to connect to a, a node of somebody you trust. So like Brian is always on the move. Josh never has a consistent internet connection. Mm -hmm. both of you could connect to my node and at least you would know, Hey, if I have issues, I tell Jared, right. Make sure it's still up rather than, you know, I'm connected to async's node or something. Right. Well, a third, some baseless third party that's not going to help me out if there's a problem. Right. There's got to be a level of trust there then too. It's like now, instead of trusting, say a bank with my money or whatnot, I'm trusting Jared, but I know I at least know Jared. I yeah. have a face to the name. And I probably could find you if I you stole all my Bitcoin. But <laughs> exactly. I can't do and, that with Wells Fargo. And, you know? and the, the nodes you're connected to can't steal your money. True. It True. just it just is able to see the transactions that come through. Right, right. If I'm paying attention, and I don't, which like you have to take me on my word for that, but it's either take me on my word for that or take random node that my wallet automatically connected to at that. And I don't ever trust that. Nah, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And yeah, like I, I I, think a lot of what Jack was talking about was trying to basically dumb it down to where people who don't get Bitcoin can kind of understand it and start grasping on the concepts. But it is important. Uh, the details do matter. The details do matter and they are important. And if we can clarify that, 
It's a good thing. Yeah, and I, I think that, I mean, Jack in particular and just content creators around Bitcoin in general have done more than enough explaining to somebody who is uninterested that if they're still uninterested, like I understand at a point that's not your problem anymore. And also like you've, you've got to move to the next level at some point. Or you get people like me being annoyed, <laughs> which is not the worst outcome. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with disagreeing if you know something. Brian, you're muted. Uh, if you <laughs> know something that's going on that, or you're aware of something that's being missed, otherwise, I mean, it's that's fine. Well, you know, I mean, it really, it really depends on it. Really depends on his mo. Um, is yeah. he trying to is he trying to onboard new people um, every day, which is the point of trying to you know make get mass adoption. Or is he trying to educate the people that he's already onboarded now moving on to the next level? Is he is he now having to go on to that next level and educate? Or is he just going to continue to try to bring new people into the game and let them then move on to talk to you in a podcast that's more advanced? Um, where, where does he fit and what is his goal in that whole situation? Right. Yeah, that's a good distinction. Because it's yeah, not – it I don't think it's something that he has – explain not that he has to it's not right. asked about like, specifically uh, i mean i offer are... consulting i offer consulting but it's beginner intermediate and it's right. basically getting you to get bitcoin into a wallet and i don't i don't have enough knowledge to feel that i'm an expert enough to offer anything beyond um that and take money to tell people how to do it but i damn well know how to do those like how right. to get you from fiat mm -hmm. into a wallet and do it safely and be able to send it to someone else um right. so that's what i wrote that book about i would never i would never think to um charge anybody or even speak to what you're speaking to right now uh just because i don't have that experience level right well yeah, it, it's just like so. digging into the programming side of things a little bit that, that i did i mean i got to the point i was making wordpress plugins and stuff but i'm never going to write a book on php programming because I barely had a little tentative grasp on enough to figure out how to make what I needed to work. But I see exactly what you're saying. It's one of those, you have to kind of approach things from a specific way. If you're trying to get people from a whole different universe to understand what's going on and be kind of brought into the fold. But at the same time, how do you manage to do that without giving something that would be kind of misinformation to somebody who's, more aware of the depth of it but it's mm. like we were back to trying to explain just how some of this stuff works to uh to aaron and we were like comparing it to to phone cards and stuff like that which is obviously going to be like technologically wildly inaccurate for what's happening but it's a good allegory so sometimes right. you got to meet people where they're you at you have to kind of speak in that language almost you have to speak to that audience so i guess it comes down to what is the target audience for that particular episode and yeah. Well, well, here's, here's the deal. Um, it was here's a prime example. So I asked in my group today if uh, people had topic ideas for my show because I'm just doing a running list of stuff that to right. mention in the morning or do an episode about. Uh, somebody asked for me to talk about uh, FTX and all that bullshit and what that went down and the, the view of that on crypto. I'll never talk about that because I don't care. 
Man, I will like, never get tired of that content. I love every new piece. Well, right, find. but I just I can't speak I can't speak <sighs> intelligently on it. Um, oh, yeah, I don't fair, follow fair. it enough, and I don't care enough about it to mm-hmm. go and dive to, into it enough to to, to have an analysis. It. Of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. I, yeah, I, I guess, know what's going on. I, I like I know what's going on, but I, I I can't sit down for half an hour and discuss it. There's no fucking way in hell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That that makes a lot of sense. There's, there's a whole could. difference like, in being interested in knowing about something and being able to actually explain it to somebody else. Especially. Well, right. I'm not gonna blow smoke up people's happening. ass that I know what I'm talking about. Like right. when I'm gonna talk about something, I'm gonna talk about something that I've either experienced or really researched or I've done, and it hasn't worked or it's worked. I'm not going to just like blow smoke up your ass like, oh, yeah, fuck. (laughs) I know I'm not going to say anything groundbreaking that's actually meaningful about FTX, but I could bitch about it for half an hour. hour? That's fine. I'll do it. But I would expect to get anything that you couldn't have got off Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, Jared, go. You do do your thing. You got the information. Um, so this was this was a minor point that came up in the episode, but it just seems to be um, something that Jack might misunderstand. So I feel like that that probably means there's others that misunderstand. Um, so he he mentioned something about like with with a node connected wallet specifically, you are able to see your particular UTXOs and do coin selection to. Like, you know, specifically use these UTXOs and be able to separate, um, like a typical application is separating out KYC versus non-KYC SATs. <clears throat> but that, it, you know, this, again, this is not a disagreement. It's just something that um, I, I think he, he misunderstood or I, I misunderstood the way that he explained it. So that I feel like there may be confusion. Um, seeing UTXOs has nothing to do with being connected to a node or not. You just need to find, look for a wallet that has coin control. Um, so Sparrow on desktop allows you to see all the UTXOs and um, choose from them when you make when you uh, make a transaction. And Samurai on mobile does as well. Um, those are just two that I use regularly that I know have the option. Samurai, I can't connect to my own node because the Samurai team has made that shit way too complex you gotta like set up your own dojo and stuff if you have their proprietary dojo hardware that they sell with a node on it then you can connect to that but just connecting to your own regular bitcoin core node is literally not a possibility uh k-bonk yes i yeah that's what i meant uh ip address for location and yeah, he's right here. The vocabulary is the hardest part when it's a new world. Because there's all kinds of new terms. I mean, shit, it was a couple of years ago I figured out what the fuck hodl meant. So, <laughs> you know, but but if you weren't like submerged in that that little kind of subculture, you walk into you it. You figured out what it meant, but you didn't figure out how to do it. Well, I, I definitely didn't a couple of years ago. You're right. You're right. I'm trying to catch up, but <laughs> stay low. Stay low, baby, please. <laughs> Everybody bitches about how low Bitcoin is. I'm like, no, no, don't, don't go up yet. I see. Oh, I get up man. in the morning and I see it's up, and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, dude, I almost had a a, a freaking like aneurysm uh, yesterday when Aaron had put, posted that screenshot because I misread it from Fold. With that, uh, you get like a dollar bonus on buying Bitcoin if you buy at least a dollar, and I was like, yeah, a dollar for every dollar, and I was. Like, <laughs> 
I'm like, give it the dollar for every dollar. dollar. I will sell every fucking Bitcoin I have right now. Bitcoin's on sale. All in fold, and I am buying Bitcoin in fold, and I'll get my fucking double money in three days. I'm fine with that. Well, that reminds me. And I, I was like, okay, I'm not doing yesterday. So, uh, but yeah, she was uh, talking in Telegram. I can't really pull it up here on the chat, but she's talking in Telegram. She was having an issue with uh, a, a gift card, but I don't think it was actually even a Fold Amazon gift card. I think. She well, was no. What what she did? What she did was she went to Fold and she bought an Amazon gift card for two hundred dollars, yeah. and then she went to Amazon and was going to buy an Amazon gift card on Amazon to send to somebody for Christmas, and it won't let you buy an, Amazon, an Amazon gift, gift card, card with an Amazon with an Amazon gift card. Gift card? <laughs> so she was she okay. was under the impression that it was a Fold. gift gift card for amazon uh, okay but it may, like on fold you actually purchase an amazon gift card yeah you right. can send that code to anybody and they can put it in their amazon it doesn't matter right but now i think she might be buggered because she probably put it probably. in in the payment and it probably uh, probably already in her account it transferred the to the account instead of staying on the yep. card number so i don't know i'm gonna have to buy more stuff damn it <laughs> Well, when he dude, I just that, hit 1.5 million sats in uh, awesome. in rewards in the last like three months. So nice, it's kind of That's fun. Awesome, hell yeah, that is, that is badass. It's he's stacking them up over there. Like I said earlier, I did. Uh, I did like a little promo thing before the thing. I was like, if you're not using fold, you're fucking wrong. You know? That's, uh, That's I true. I heard that. That's gonna be the. Uh, the thumbnail for my video I did, I talked about like how interesting is it going to be when Bitcoin is what it was at an all time high. So what, 60, right. some say 60. Um, how do those rewards look at 60? And I was like, OK, so I'm at two hundred and seventy dollars now. So at 60 grand, I'm going to be nine hundred dollars in rewards in three months because I just fucking used a different card. And like this is all I'm not. And there goes his internet. <laughs> there he is. No, yeah, we lost like your last sentence. I'm not buying anything extra. No, I got you. Yeah, right. exactly. That's the thing. I'm not going out and buying shit on fold, just or through fold with fold that I wouldn't be buying anyway. You know, I'm just using like a regular debit card. The most of the things on there for me are gas and uh, gas and propane for the camper and then beer. Yeah. And Amazon, that's huge. And that's Amazon, and Amazon, it is. It's, it's, it's literally Amazon. Amazon. You have a yeah. shitload of Amazon right here, actually. Uh, I would, yeah. I would do a lot better with Fold if I just kept the balance high enough to where all of my Amazon purchases went through there. Because usually, my, like my wife will buy fold. like a hundred dollars of stuff a day, and I'm like, I don't have the money to buy a gift card right now, so we just right. gotta lose five percent on that. Yeah, it sucks. I'm trying really hard take to make the hit it on the one and the half. Take the hit on the one and a half percent on the on the instant transfer, then buy the five percent gift card. You're still ahead, but I yeah, mean, that, you're ahead. Obvious. You're I didn't ahead think about that. <laughs> well, the other thing is, if you know, yeah, you know that within the next month or two, you know, I'm going to spend this much on Amazon, and you've got the funds. Just buy the card now and put it in your Amazon account. Right, but it, it, you know? it's like it's like I was talking with Erin in the Telegram chat. She she just needs to see that Bank of America account having a higher balance because it, it's just a mental thing. Like yep. She, yep. she checks that one all the time. That's what she equates with the money that we have. 
I just got Corey a bold card. Yeah, you said that nice. on your on your show this morning. Yeah, but so maybe that'll kind of get her into it more and thinking that way from. You know, maybe I'm thinking maybe that's for your wife there, Jared. If yeah, I'm gonna grab, at least get, get her signed into my account. Card. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna get her signed into my account. On or get phone. if you got her her own card, maybe she'd actually be kind of playing with it and using it a little bit more and feel like you know, instead of looking at that Bank of America number, if you're looking at the number in fold, it's like retraining yourself to do the same thing in a different place. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, no idea. And there's games on the app where you check the balance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get to spin the wheel. Do you do anything with that fucking VR shit? I have a few times I've gotten like an extra spin or two, maybe a couple of sats from it, but I don't have like an actual VR headset and just pointing the camera around. It's yeah. awful. I feel I, like, I feel like I play in Dr. Mario and all like those fucking around the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I haven't with that very much. All the extra spins that I've got have been from buying shit on Amazon or buying Bitcoin now. Which, yeah, yeah I don't know if we yeah, mentioned yeah. that last time, but yeah, like, I don't, I think it's released to everybody now. You can buy Bitcoin in fold. Okay, I might be stupid, nice but I was sitting there. I got, uh, I got, um, I had a purchase. I went and did laundry today and I had a purchase on my card. And so I did the spins and I got, uh, I got my purchase history. My purchase history is maxed out right now because of Christmas presents and all that shit. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. And so I had like three spins left and I'm like, oh, 5,000 sats on like a $40 purchase. I'll, I'll take that. Um, and so I was going to leave the three spins and then I got that notification that they upped the odds on the whole Bitcoin because nobody <laughs> And I was like, spin, spin, spin. <laughs> Right, yeah. I was. I did the same thing. Uh, I ended I, up getting. I, I ended up getting like thirty seven hundred or something. I got like one and a half percent. I was like, man, okay. Like I, I realized as I was, I'm going to park here today. I'm like, I haven't actually fucking eaten. And like the last thing in the world I need to do. But I, I rolled through Arby's and grabbed some some crappy chicken strips. Ooh, but I was like, okay, well, I have, I have a the after party. Yeah, I know. I have a full freaking <laughs> transaction now, so I can spin, so I can go for this Bitcoin thing. Shit, you know. And dude, and I hit like, I hit like an eight extra spins and like some double spins and some crazy shit. I'm sitting there like waiting for my food, like it's already charged. I'm waiting for them to cook these chicken strips, and I've like spun like sixteen times. I'm like, come on, come on, come on, go, cool. That was the day I had ninety some spins or whatever. Oh god. I had bought yeah, all those. You bought cards. all that Amazon shit. <laughs> bought like thousands of dollars in gift cards, and I had ninety nine spins. I'm like, how the fuck do I even maximize this? He's down there uh, at like the corner gas station, just like buying a pack of gum one at a time I can spin again. <laughs> oh shit! Well, no, That's I had wild. like thousand dollar purchases, and I'm like, do I spin until I get like four percent? Like, do I spend yeah, I 90 right. times to see if I can get 4% on a $1,000 purchase or like? I don't know. I mean, maybe. It worked out well. That's like how yeah. I got all those rewards so quick. Yeah. I think the best one I got was that uh, that time I went, I stopped at the fucking liquor store, bought a bottle of whiskey and a six pack, $25 transaction. And I got my $25 in Bitcoin. Like I got the, the match. I was like, wow. I've never it was like the third time I ever used Fold. So I was just like, I'm sold. I'm in. I just got 25 <laughs> bucks in Bitcoin, you know? I got 139,215 wow. is my biggest reward. Nice. God 
damn that ain't bad what was that on i don't know <laughs> yeah, i don't know <laughs> i don't know something but dude i am i oh, i am enjoying the 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 spin squad man like oh dude yeah how many people have you got signed up on there now that actually have cards? That's that's the thing. Nine. More people get the damn cards. You got nine with nine. Cards. I got twenty nine people that have signed up for the app, and nine yeah. people have gotten the card. I'm so like, that stats for likes been nice. working out for you. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not You've bad. Been pushing it. I think I have like nine in my in my uh, spin squad with four that got cards. So you're doing good. Getting there. Getting yeah. there. Nice. We got zero. I don't uh, think anybody. Yeah. I don't think anybody's even. Typed in lsd.ittybitty.tips one time. Yeah. I don't think anybody's even typed in the URL. Go to aside it. Aside from me. Type it in. Go there. Oh, I, I have. All right. So, one person. Yeah. I think I have too. <laughs> but yeah. Two persons. Yeah, you tip me. I, both, my tips tips were, both my tips were you two. Right. That's the other thing. Go check out any of the, <laughs> any of the, the tip list, the ittybitty.tips, because there's a bunch of cool shit on there. For all of our stuff, you can find all of our crap, but you can just tip us in lightning. So if you like one of our ugly faces here, go to one of our itty bitty tip links and you can send this shit right now. Super easy. Um, and it works with pretty much every lightning wallet. So. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, K Bonk was asking about gift cards on Amazon. I don't know anything about those, but I'd met. I'm not sure what those Amazon. words all together could I mean. I think it's some weapon of mass destruction games are the DCA, so it, it must be a, a gaming platform gift card he's asking about. I have no idea. I've never played them. No, it, uh, I, I, I would think DCA is dollar cost averaging, but I don't I don't know what dollar cost averaging is. It was that was that was a cheap, small fucking bottle of uh, wild turkey. So Hey, you know what? I wanted a little bit of something, but I don't always have to drink the best whiskey. But it ain't bad. That's what I used to drink when I was getting sick in college. Like, I didn't oh, yeah. feel like I'd get sick. I'd do, I mean, like, two shots of wild turkey and take a nap, and I'd fucking wake up feel like a rock star. Right? <laughs> yeah, it ain't fucking fireball, you know? <laughs> Man. No, I, I, out of all the lower price ones that I've tried, it's, it's not bad. You know? All right. Trivia question for you guys. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. Do you have a guess of, say, how many people go to Bitcoin conferences each year in the United States? Just the United States. What kind of conferences? Just anything Bitcoin specific. How many conferences are there? There's at least three big ones. Say... At least four big ones. 8,500. What? I would say more like... 220,000. Okay. I would guess probably somewhere in that ballpark. Probably. Between 8,000 and 220,000? No, somewhere in the 200,000 like really ballpark. ballpark. <laughs> that's, a big, that's a big cool. ballpark. <laughs> we have the shallow end of the ocean over here. And that's cool. Um, um, are so you say, all right, you says, or, or are you just like guessing too because i don't know it's not really trivia <laughs> no I, 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 I don't know trivia question i don't know the answer that's, that's, that's not, you guys it's, might know <laughs> it's it's a it's a question to lead into a talking point okay okay 50 to 50 to 100,000 is probably a safe bet yeah so we we could say that if you're going to a bitcoin conference you're probably pretty hardcore into it you're very interested um you would expect that that those people are 
like well into it more than the average person, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people with a lot of money that do dumb shit with it. There's probably a lot sure. of that too. I hadn't considered that. There before. are a lot of people who are just fanboy enthusiasts and they, they bought Bitcoin. Or that's where they want to be seen or that's where yeah. they're being paid to be seen. Like, well, yeah, okay. paid to be yeah, seen, asked to be there. They become kind of a little bit of a celebrity because they bought into Bitcoin early on and got really rich really quick. And now they got money and they roll around and they're the Bitcoin mascot. I've seen a few of those. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm guessing if a celebrity is going to show up at a, at a <coughs> Bitcoin conference and be seen there and bring eyes there, they probably compensate them for that. I think, I bet they have yeah. people that oh, come sure. in and you know, yeah. it's just it's yeah, how influencers so. make money. Yeah. It's just how the world works. So I know, I know the Bitcoin conference in Miami, or I say, I know, I, I believe I remember when I looked at tickets, they're like $500 a head. Mm. So you could very easily buy a used laptop with reasonable specs for a hundred dollars and run a node on it. How many nodes, if you had a guess, I do know this number, how many nodes on the Bitcoin network are online at any given time around the entire world. 127,932. 170. <laughs> no, he said less, less. Way less, five digits. Wow. I said 170. <laughs> I thought oh. you said 170,000. <laughs> uh, more than uh, 170. Wow. <laughs> uh, 40,000 less there's less than, there's less than 16,000 worldwide less than 16,000 huh? dang yeah 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 hey if i had a decent internet connection i would be running a node i would be running I, it. I would be running my own bitcoin node and my own lightning node but man i do not want to fuck with the lightning node at this yeah. stage i don't do enough transactions on the lightning network i'm trying to figure yeah, out i would do it just to to really help myself learn and wrap my head around some of the nitty-gritty of it you know mm -hmm. what's the what's the power consumption and the and the data consumption on a, a running either or probably not uh, that bad if you did something that was like raspberry pi based yeah the the network traffic for uh bitcoin node once you do the initial block download is like minimal megabits an hour it's not it's not much no it's but the initial minimal. download will be a chunk but in the, the, yeah the initial downloads 400 gigabytes yeah somewhere in that ballpark but after but that really elon, elon, would, elon wouldn't be happy with that <laughs> oh 12 no elon only wants you to run a dogecoin coin node you know so K-Bonk, I can't pull the pull the comment up. Uh, can a node be run off a twelve volt direct solar? If you have a laptop with a battery that can be kept topped up by twelve volt direct solar, I don't see why not. Well, you're not. Or if you can run the solar direct. to a battery that That's charges great. the laptop you're not going to run anything direct off a solar panel you're not going to want to because that output voltage and amperage is going to vary based on the level of sun that it receives so if at one point you're making 11 volts and another point you're making 19 volts and that can happen on the same solar panel 
you could fry the shit out of something. So yeah, that wouldn't be good. You know, but but typically you're using it through a charge controller that evens that out and charges a battery, and then you can absolutely run your a laptop or a Raspberry Pi or anything off of that battery. That's not a, that's not a problem. And I know he made had a question earlier about running a miner uh, if you could run it directly on DC. And well, if you think about it, most computers like a, a desktop computer, you've got a power supply that is just converting AC to DC. So yeah, technically yes. you could, yeah, DC, but DC you probably wouldn't need to. But it, now if you're running a laptop, you know, the only thing that's that's AC there is that block in the middle of your power cord. You're running off of a DC battery and the power going into your laptop for the charge is a DC power converted by your, your charge cord. So you're usually running off of DC. There's no reason not you couldn't uh, couldn't do that. In fact, uh, a lot of times, if you have one of the ch- like car charge cords for a laptop, it's just converting your 12 volts up to whatever it is, 19, 20 volts your laptop runs on. So could I That's find cool. a different internet connection to do the initial download? Yeah, you can yeah, go do Wi-Fi. Yeah, you could go go to like a fucking Starbucks or something and do it on Wi-Fi. It's gonna it takes days. Like, do I just like stash it in the in the bathroom, <laughs> the ceiling panel, and let it download and come back and grab Hide it? Hide it up in the ceiling Maybe. panel, or have yeah. a little, uh, have you a little uh, six volt battery test? <laughs> awesome. Deploying. I'm deploying my Raspi to download the fucking Bitcoin blockchain. Or just find blockchain downloads. Find find a homie when you're going around the country that's got a strong internet connection that they'll let you well, right. into yeah, well, it I for think a few it days. It sounds like an excellent opportunity for uh, a crossover with something like geocaching. <laughs> you know, hide something near a Wi-Fi hotspot and fucking leave it where nobody's gonna find it and just yeah. forget to upload the fucking. And if somebody asks, "What are you doing?" I'm geocaching. We're hiding things. People <laughs> find. Just forgot to We're hiding to things. I'm hiding my dude. I've I've made a few different drops of different things in in bathrooms. I know how to stash shit. Oh, you've dropped some things in bathrooms before. Yeah. Have you weighed them? Did I weigh them? <laughs> yes. Possibly. Not yet. The technology doesn't exist yet. <laughs> so this is the live map of all reachable Bitcoin nodes, aka online Bitcoin nodes. Um, I thought it was all Chinese. What the hell? No. <laughs> You're right. Um, there, I mean, there may be a good number of Chinese sure nodes are. in here. The The only number on this screen that is encouraging to me is this one. Because over half of all the Bitcoin nodes online are run over Tor. Yeah. Which is why they don't yeah. show up to a specific right. country because the IP address is, is hidden. Um United States just barely ahead of Germany. And again, the numbers the numbers aren't obviously aren't what they seem on the surface because over right. half of the nodes in the world are run over tour. Um yeah. so I place, tell you, if I was places running a node, like it would not be saying it was in the United States. You exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Places like I mean like Singapore, Russia, China, yeah, probably even Canada at this point. Yeah, these are these are not friendly governments. Um, no, so that no, I would, there's probably I would totally a lot more in, nodes in those jurisdictions. They just run over tour. I would run a node in Greenland somebody. just to be a bitch. <laughs> be the only one there. <laughs> the corner of the market. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like the eight sheep that live there are going to use it. Um, so yeah. I guess a reason that I show this site is because it actually is a reputable 
website. When you first put it up there, I thought it said buttholes or something. (laughs) (laughs) If you like this content, join us in the after party here. Like, what the, what are you doing? Did you share the wrong screen? (laughs) Oh, that's not his itty bitty tips link. Looks like there's 42,000 total nodes, but only 15 of them are reachable. 15,000 of them. Um, but so if when you're doing the, uh, the initial block download, you have to find Bitcoin peers. Mm-hmm. And so especially if you're doing it over Tor, often it takes a while to find those first few peers. So you can yeah. come to this website, bitnodes.io and go to the there's a full list somewhere. Gotcha. So probably just, why it shows such a large number of actual nodes more large much larger than the ones that are reachable is because people have set up a node downloaded you know the blockchain and made some transactions ended up on the map but maybe that node's not on all the time yeah it may be offline or maybe intermittent um but somewhere on here you can go i think maybe it's here and see the yeah there we go you can see the the node addresses Mm-hmm. So it's just obviously the tour addresses can be a long onion. So you can take one of these nodes that's been here and online for a good while and, and paste it in to force a peer um, just to get you a starting point because it that your, your Bitcoin node is going to cycle through peers on a, re- a regular basis to make sure that everybody's in consensus and nobody's trying to feed you bullshit. Um, so if you, if you just need a peer to start with, Coming, coming to bitnodes.io is not a bad place to start. Because um, even if you choose a bad peer, uh, you're over tour, they're over tour, they can't gain any additional information about you. And if they're a node that's serving bad information, they'll be replaced when you connect to other nodes that are giving the correct chain state. It'll uh, basically kind of fact check itself. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the, the chain is self is self correcting. If if there's nodes that are out of consensus, they are no longer serving Bitcoin, so they fall out. They fall off the network. Hmm. Nice. nice. Uh, K Bonk, the there are a ungodly surprising number of nodes that are run on Amazon Web Services. Uh, wow. I, I noticed that you made comments. Seems stupid on that. as shit, but it also seems stupidly easy to do. So I could see why Where people did it go. It. It's on networks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 8,500 are run over Tor, 400 are on Amazon Web Services, a bunch of them on Comcast. Um, it's not real specific, like what these things actually mean. So, like this. Now, this does, does Amazon AT&T actually network. provide like like internet access, like residential internet access in some areas? I know Google was doing that for a while, like I have no fiber idea. and stuff. So I don't know. They may actually be an ISP or to some extent. Or maybe it's people working for Amazon that they're like, fuck it, I'm going to run a note on my work computer. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, like, I, mean, if a, I was on Amazon actual IP address. Network and I actually had access to their server, I would probably fucking run a node there too just because I could. may not be the node I use. Yeah, they're they're all AWS domain, so it may just be a, a hosted machine. We appreciate it there, K-Bonk, hitting that thumb. Yeah, if you guys like this, give us a thumbs up. Follow us so you can actually see us when we're on. Yeah, yeah. Be, be, my first, be my first viewer of a live stream on my YouTube channel. <laughs> the first viewer. Dun, dun. We don't have any current live viewers that show. No, we got K-Bonk, but why it doesn't show up there. Anyway, 
uh, Amazon. Yeah, they can cut that thread. Yeah, for sure. They yep, can cut exactly. the thread. Uh, of all of all the things to not have someone else host for you, a node is is way up there on the list. I'd say so. That's that's <laughs> it's like as bad as having someone else host your password manager. Yeah. Here, here, take my money. Yeah, hold this. You're in charge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't trust the banks anymore. Please hold my wallet for me. Exactly. No, thank you. I think I think people just really don't think some of these things through very well. Um, well yeah. But the first time I looked at the number of nodes, it was really disappointing to me. Um, yeah. Just I mean, like, you know, if, if if everyone who runs a node were at the Bitcoin conference in Miami, it would be one third of attendees. Yeah. And that shit's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of people who just either aren't tech savvy enough or aren't in a good spot to run a node. There's probably a lot of people who could, who probably should, but you know, it's like, hey, look, me and Brian both, neither of us are in a great position to be running a node right now or have yeah. figured out a way to do it. Yeah. The so, the big the big thing is just having that uh that access for the the initial block download if you did like a live podcast with people talking about bitcoin probably only one third of those would be running a node probably like literally out of the three of us the only motherfucker running a node is what i'm saying (laughs) 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 and we host the show so (laughs) oh how's your list looking how how far we got on that we were about uh we're at like almost 45 minutes here so we'll probably have to jump over to the after party but what do you think? Are we going to do a round three on this? Yeah, we have covered a good deal of it. I've still got some, and I'm sure I can always come up with more. Okay. Um, uh, Maybe to we'll have next week or, or later on, whatever works out. Because, uh, hey, it makes I'm good for with the it. discussion. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the discussion. Different, um, uh, different perspectives than we're used to seeing on things, too. It's a lot more in-depth than what we typically are doing for more of that newer user angle. So... I can appreciate that. It's 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 yeah. very educational. We can only parrot the same shit that we you know learned so much. Right. I I, I think I think that we just really a, a lot of people who are discussing things around this topic don't give people enough benefit of the doubt. Right. If you're willing to dip your toes into something like this, you can step over some of the the shitty UI uh, multi coin custodial wallets. To just step right into a better wallet experience from the get go, that yep. then when you're when you're actually into this, and you're like, I want to run in my own node and help make sure that everything's in consensus. Whatever, you'll already have a wallet that will connect to your own node as an option because a lot of them don't even give right. that option. So just stepping people into something that's like a minor difference, maybe from the setup, but it's a big improvement as far as the capabilities as they as they learn and mature right i'm a big proponent of try all the different things and see what works for you but as you do that you're naturally going to learn more and progress and mm-hmm. those things that are more complicated but give you more control are going to make more sense suddenly you know it's like for sure walk before you run don't be afraid to go get wallet of satoshi and, and dump some shit on there and play it around with it or or fiddle with you know something like exodus or whatnot but just don't feel like it like that don't feel where it pops out wedded to it yeah don't feel married to it because I, right, I think right. it's really there are, easy there is better out there and the more you learn about it the more you know 
it's like I like Exodus for what it is, but it's a shit lightning world. You know, <laughs> like we were talking about yeah. earlier about some of the issues people were having with Strike. It's great that they have lightning integration, but there it's dog shit as far as being able to actually have full lightning capability for what the lightning protocol can do. You yeah. can't and, do anything with LN URLs, and that does limit you on what you are are capable of. So for sure, if you know that now, the, of course, the usability of Strike is not in its ability to you know receive lightning. It's in its ability to move fiat and Bitcoin around pretty seamlessly for people who are they like, not me. Uh, but you know, it's got utility. But just because it has lightning capability does not mean it's the best lightning wallet for you to use. Or and the same goes with Bitcoin. There's a million different wallets out there, and the one that Jared likes or that I like or that Brian likes may not be the one that you like, but at least know why you do or don't like it and whether your shit's safe. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's really easy um, for people to to get comfortable with something, and then you know, like with 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 Jack, you almost never hear wallet without exodus wallet and i think that 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 ends up with people kind of kind of getting that stuck in their head and right. ended up well i mean he's feeling, feeling he's married to with. that particular software yeah. he's comfortable with that and then a lot of people have followed him to it because i mean you know it's easy me. to use when you're because, a beginner it's, right, it's intuitive yep yep but don't feel like that's where you need to stop for sure i i don't i have not yet come across a bitcoin wallet that is hard to use Wow, yeah. right. But. No, not but it does take a little bit of a little bit of learning to try to understand what you're doing at least. But yeah. I think it's probably a good place to wrap it up. You guys got yeah. anything you want to uh I know this guy over here's got a uh, a Bitcoin book. Um and we've got yeah. uh, all kinds of shit going on. So let's go around and uh, if you got anything to promote, let's uh, do that and jump over to the after party. Start oh, with yeah, Brian, grab, I guess. Up the grab the Grab the uh, the the ebook on Amazon. <laughs> grab the grab the grab the <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, I was thinking about something, but no. Grab my crypto beginner how to get started. I mean, it takes you from your bank account into um, Jared's least favorite wallet, Exodus, um, and teaches you how to install it on your phone and your computer. Uh, if you're listening to this show, you probably don't need this, but maybe someone you do does. Maybe somebody you know does, uh, and you can uh, send it to them on Kindle now, so you can find it on yeah, Amazon. Great Christmas present! Uh, it's just in time. Yeah, great Christmas present. So I think Josh has the link card. in the notes, maybe, but I can throw it in the comments here while you guys wrap things up. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, well, lotsproject.com. At the bottom, you can see there the lots.itybitty.tips. He's got the link to his book there on the on the tips link as well. So nice. That's right. It's uh, ready to roll there. Uh, Jared, what are you uh, what are you you working on? What are you pushing? You selling anything? Doing LSD.anybody.tips. That's where everything's at. Um, yeah, still it, making t-shirts all the time. I'm designing the artwork for the after party every day now, just to flex my muscles as I'm learning different skills. Um, that's been fun. Um, I guess final final thoughts with Bitcoin for today. Freedom necessitates responsibility. Bitcoin yeah. is responsibility go up technology in order to be sovereign you have to take responsibility for your shit um exodus is not my least favorite bitcoin wallet jack's liberty <laughs> is significantly worse i agree oh, yeah I yeah agree. i got i got rug I pulled on that one <laughs> that's it for me for today um Wait. check out cheatees.co if it ever launches brian and i are doing cool shit <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah and yeah all my shit's there. there we're, we're almost there, there. 
Yeah, yeah renegadebutcher.adybitty.tips. You can find all my shit, seasoning projects, all that fun stuff. You can find me on a podcast called Lightning for Liberty. Uh, right after this, we're going to uh, jump over to the after party, the UTG after party. So if you really like this shit, tune in on all our channels, watch us again, and uh, we will probably get uh, a little bit rank. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. A little uh, bit. Hope you all enjoy. If you got some good questions, ideas, thoughts, jump into Telegram and uh, let us know. All yeah, right, yeah. guys, we're out. Later. Peace. Peace.